preacher preach my first point. <laughs> so I'm just going to preach the last two. But if you're going to live for God, there will be an attack of the enemy. Right. Amen. I'm hearing this from a lot of preachers, but I've never had a time in my life when my mind's been under attack like it has been in the last couple of months. Tell it, preacher. Right. Tell it. I'm talking about so strong, I didn't even, I hadn't even told my wife, but I'm talking about so strong that I wondered how much longer I was going to live. Right. Come on, preacher. Come on, preacher. The attack of the enemy, they stoned him. I looked at that word stone, and it means this, to throw rocks to attack with the intent to kill. Right. I need to say something tonight. The devil ain't just trying to cripple you to make it to where you're on the sidelines for a minute. He means to kill you. He means to kill you. He means to kill this church. Yes. Oh, my soul. There's a target of hell on this church. The devil means to kill you. That's exactly right. Oh. 
Look, look here. The devil means to ruin your life. And for oh, yes. somebody to find you laying by the side of the road, just a shell of what you used to be. My oh, God. Oh. oh, God, help us. The devil means to kill you. You stood and testified a while ago and there's demons in hell already strategizing about how to shut you up. Yep. Tell it, preacher. Already. They're making plans in hell. This Mess morning, while the pastor announced that the church was taking you on for support, they started drawing up plans in hell. They mean to kill you. I need to tell you something about your preacher. I need to tell you something. He ain't just helping you. He's helping men all over America. You hear what I'm saying? They're plotting in hell. Why are they plotting in hell? Why the rest of our generation, I'm a few years older than your preacher, I'm 35. But while the rest of our generation is trying to recover from old time religion and Bible preaching, there's a few of us trying to hold the line. There's a few of us. God help us. There's a few of us hang sorted that we carry King James Bibles. And we ain't trying to act like rock stars and build empires. We're trying to hold the line so that your youngins see the power of God in their generation. Oh, help us, Lord, to stand. Oh, oh. my Lord. When they're plotting in hell, what can we do to knock them out? (laughs) And so they drew Paul out and they stoned him. Listen, the people that gave Paul trouble and the people that gave the Savior trouble and the people that'll give you trouble will all be people that claim to know God. Mm. Come on, preacher. They'll all be people that claim to be sold out. Yeah. And they have. Yes, sir. They have. Just not to the right things. Right. Amen. Amen. And the enemy will use them to attack you. The attack of the enemy. And so they draw Paul outside of the city. And they leave him for dead. But the Bible said, How be it? Yes. The disciples stood round about him. Yes. Thank the Lord. It means to surround or to encompass. Oh my. Tell it, preacher. I don't know about you, but I don't use how be it in everyday conversation. Right. So I had to look that up, my brother, to make sure I knew what that meant. (laughs) And it means however. Right. I need y'all to get this. 
They stoned Paul. The enemy attacked him and left him for dead. And then the Holy Ghost said, however. Yeah. 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 Somebody ought to bless the Lord for the Holy Ghost however's in your life. The tides when the enemy left you for dead oh. and thought you were through had the Lord showed up and said, however, it ain't over yet. God ain't done. Hey. Preacher, you under attack that the devil tried to kill you for however. Yes. It ain't over. fellas come here can you imagine just get around him right there stand around him I need one more come here brother can you imagine as much as they hated Paul and they supposed him to be dead I can see him as one brother Josh mm. one of them religious folks said you know He's given us so much trouble. And they've got him laying outside the city. But, you know, that crowd that he runs with believes in resurrection. <laughs> so while he's laying there, let's go bury him. Oh, my. And they would have gone. But when they got to her, they couldn't get to her. When they got to her, he was surrounded. Yeah. Surrounded. <coughs> When they, when they got there, he had a whole group. Surrounding him. Surrounding him. My God. And when I read Brother Dags, those disciples stood round about him. I said, glory to God, there's a local church. Yeah, amen. Right. There's a church, amen. When the devil's attacked you and left you for dead, yes. God's got a group of disciples yes. by the side of the road. Say a quick word, brother Jonathan. You better hear me and hear me well. It ain't as easy to get out as you think it is, neighbor, with a real old time Holy Ghost. Amen. King James Bible. I'm telling you, God's got a group of people that'll build a wall around your life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For the local church. 
And so they just stand there. My God, I can see as one said to the other, Brother Josh, I don't know what we can do. We can't raise him up, but we can't just leave him laying there. Yes. Yes. The least we can do is go stand by him. And they stood there. I don't know. One of them probably quoted some verses. And one of them might have sung, He will hold me fast. And one of them said, Boys, I believe I'll pray a while. And all of a sudden, while they stood, a hell ever showed up. And God's men stood up again. Because as the group of disciples that would not leave him by himself, had they not stood around him, they never got to see God raise him up. And I wonder what miracles that a lot of churches are missing out on because they won't stand around. Yeah. And left Mary in John 20 weeping. I looked that up, Brother Josh. She's weeping. That means she's weeping to the point she had lost her breath. And the Bible said the other disciples returned to their own home. Yes, sir. And this is what I thought. Who in the world leaves somebody in that state? I ain't leaving them. And she stood there in the last place she saw him all by herself. If you don't know what to do, neighbor, just stand in the last place you saw him. Even if you've got to stand by yourself. And the Lord showed up and called her name. But I wonder if they'd have stood if he'd have called all their name. My soul, what we meant, what we missed because we won't Stand around the broken. Listen, if he's laying, I need to say this. If he's laying and they've supposed him to be dead, he's probably unconscious. Here's what that means. He was not even aware they were standing there. Oh my. But they were. There's people in this room that you don't know what kind of hell would have been unleashed on your life. You'd already be dead and buried, except there were times when you couldn't even see it that God had a group of disciples standing around you. And when the demons of hell come by, they couldn't get in because the church had you surrounded. Glory to God. I had to stay in the hospital back in the winter. And you know, everything's changed because of COVID. And they wouldn't let my wife stay. And I don't do well by myself. I don't. I used to, but I struggle with anxiety in these days. Is that all right to say? I'm a God-called man who loves Jesus and I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with anxiety. How's in that room? It seemed like I was surrounded by every devil.
the devil started saying things like here you are in the hospital and you beat COVID three times by the grace of God, but you're going to catch it this time and you're going to die. Right. And uh, uh, they, they had some other concerns. I had I aspirated and got right. pneumonia and right. because I'm immobile, that's always dangerous. And I thought, oh my God, what if this is it? And then all of a sudden, I got an audio message on Facebook Messenger. And I clicked play. You know what I heard? I heard a bunch of preachers in a hotel room. One of them was yours. And they were all praying, begging God to help me. And I laid down in that hospital room and I realized Thank God, hell is not the only ones that's got me surrounded. There was some other disciples. There was some other disciples that I didn't even know it and couldn't even see it. somebody tell you that and then you say to yourself I wonder if they really are Yes, sir. I've never wondered that about your preacher right. not one time right. and he ain't wondering about me either hey man unless for God's man I'll kill you and repent later amen that's how he's surrounded hey man has a group of us have a fight hell by the anchor hey man surrounded tonight I need to ask you a question two questions number one have you ever been surrounded and number two how often are you the one doing the surrounding everybody wants to be the one surrounded but we ain't got many folk who are willing to do the surrounding I wonder how many passed by and said He's laying there. They have never just standing there. There's better things for them to do with their time. And most of the time, it ain't really open sin that keeps us from doing the will of God. It's busyness. Yeah. Oh. We're too busy with everything else true. to really be used to God. Yeah. True. Hey man, when Pharaoh wanted to defeat the children of Israel, he didn't say give them a bunch of idols. He said, no, make them busy and increase their workload and they won't have time to have any more children. I'm going to tell you, I wish they're busy with everything else and that's why we never see nobody saved. That's why we never see people getting born again because they're too busy to surround the ones that need to be surrounded. Hey, hey, hey. 
I wonder how, I wonder how often in times that she's aware and in times that she's not. I wonder how often the ladies of this church surround this young lady and say, God, keep her clean. God, keep a touch on her. Amen. God, keep the devil's hell off of her. Oh! I can't really describe to you the hell that an evangelist faces on the road, but somebody better surround Brother Nance and say, God, help him! Oh, my. You know, we, we, they, these preachers that are big names. Right. I hate that. That's the way people look at it. Yeah. And uh, I think we think about a lot of them big names and we think it's just going to be one big great show at the judgment seat of how much they did. But you know what I believe? I believe when we get to the judgment seat, there's going to be some widows that was surrounding God's men that we don't know nothing about. And God's going to call them up at the judgment seat and say, nobody's seen it, but I did. And there's all kind of men of God around the country that would have fell out to touch some little ladies tucked back in the corner in the middle of nowhere that knew how to get a hold of God. Yep. Uh, the other day, Brother Josh, I, I was really going through it mentally. And... Uh, I went to the church where I grew up and I've got a good relationship with the new pastor. He loves me and I love him. And every time I'm there, he's going to have me to sing or testify or preach or something. But we come in that Wednesday night and I told my wife, I said, I'm so weary. I hope he don't ask me to do nothing. I don't want to open in prayer. I don't want to sing. And I sure can't preach tonight. Yeah. Got in there, Brother Josh. And I'm sitting at the back wall away from everybody trying to catch my breath. There's times that your preacher will come in and he ain't very outgoing. He don't feel like chewing the fat. It ain't because he's antisocial. He's under attack from hell. And he's just trying to survive. Amen. That's right. Exactly right. And so I was sitting there that back wall by myself just trying to catch my breath with the Dax. And there's a little widow lady. Her name's Miss Helen. She's endured more suffering. She's had children to die. One husband was shot to death. One died of cancer and one left. Buried her daughter with an aneurysm at a very young age. Grandkids on drugs. And she still raises her hand and gives God the glory. And I was sitting there just trying to catch my breath. And all of a sudden I felt two arms come around the back of me. She put both arms around me and she got in my ear. She said, boy, ever since you started preaching 23 years ago, I've never missed a day bringing you before the throne of God. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, and begging God to bless you and give you a double portion and put a hedge about 
And here's what she said. She said here lately, the Holy Ghost has been waking me up in the middle of the night. And she said, was you awake at 3 o'clock this morning? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, so was I. And I got on my knees. And I begged God to help you. And I just wanted you to know, preacher, I've got a word from heaven, and it's going to be all right. What I didn't know was when I was sitting up that morning, God had a little lady four hours away to have me surrounded. Hallelujah. Who are you surrounding? Who are you surrounding? Who will stay in the fight? Because you stood with them. Brother Josh, I don't know if I'll ever get to preach in the big meetings. I don't know. Sure. I'll be honest with you. The more in tune a person gets with God, right. the more scared he is of them meetings. Yes. Amen. Hey, man, I remember when I started. I agree with you. I remember when I started, I wanted to preach everywhere. Yes. And now, when I go down to Lake City in February, I'll beg God to let him see anybody but me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that preacher. I don't know if I'll ever have my name on one of my keys. But if I can get to glory, and there'd be a group of God's men mm-hmm. that stayed in the fight, because God let me be one of them nameless faithful disciples. Yes. We don't even know who they are. That's exactly right. But Paul's alive mm-hmm. and they were standing around him. Yes. I'm almost done, but y- y'all know what I found out the other day? Paul's name means small. Yes, sir. Exactly right. And Paul was a big man for God. Right. But outside of God, he was real small. Yes. Exactly right. And can I tell you something? You are too small to face this wicked world by yourself. Yes. Get somebody stand with you. You are too small <laughs> to protect your family by yourself. I am too small to live holy by myself. Amen. I need somebody to stand with me yes. and to pray with me and listen to me. Your preacher, as far as I'm concerned, is a big man for God, but he's too small to stand by himself. Exactly right. Devil's already tried to take him out. Yes, How many sir. people his age have nervous breakdowns? Tell it, preacher. The devil meant to kill him. Yes. <laughs> he sure did. And whatever your preacher's going through, his wife's going through double. Come on, preacher. <laughs> Amen. Because she's watching him endure pain, and she's enduring her own pain, right. and she's worried about her children. Tell it, preacher. My God, some of you ladies ought to say, if I don't do nothing else, I'm going to surround my preacher's wife and if hell comes against her, they'll have to come through me. Amen. 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 
ain't got to do what I say. I'm not the pastor. But it wouldn't hurt about once a month to give the pastor's wife some money and say, here, take your kids to do something and buy you a new dress. Come on, hey man. Everybody about twice a year. Preacher, you you preaching all around the country. So here's an offering, preacher. Amen. Go buy you a new suit. Put some new tires on the truck. I don't never preach like this. But I got good liberty right now. You're home, brother. Amen. You're home. The man of God's worthy of double. I said double. Double honor. Tell that preacher. The first man that says we're paying him too much, shut him up. I will. Hey, man. The first woman that says she ain't doing enough mm -hmm. and she's the pastor's wife, shut her up! Tell it, preacher. Her only responsibility as the pastor's wife is to be a wife to the pastor. Amen! That's exactly right. If she's raising her youngins and loving her husband and playing a hedge around her family, leave her alone. Yeah, preacher. So, you say, what are you doing? I'm saying everything to y'all that I wish somebody had said to me. <laughs> I know you are, brother. I know you are. My first church liked to kill me. Yes, sir. Like to kill my marriage. Yes. I yes. don't know, Brother Josh, if I hadn't left there, if I'd still be married. Yes. Yeah. I believe it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I believe it. That really happened. It did. I had people threaten to come to my house and beat me up and leave me laying in the yard. Yeah. It's out of hell. They were preachers, too, by the way. I need all the young preachers to stand. Do your best to be a help, but don't you ever forget what I'm fixing to say. There ain't but one man's name on that sign. That's exactly right. And yours ain't it. And if you're mad right now, the altar is open right now. Tell it, preacher. God placed God you here man. to be a help to this man of God. God placed you here to be a help to this man of God. And if you do anything else, it is sin. Mm. We think, preacher, you sit down. We think the preacher's supposed to just take anything and go on. Like he's superhuman. Uh, but he's made, of the, he's made of the same flesh yeah. you are. And he's got feelings just yes. like you. And he hurts just like yes. you. Hey, man, I watched some men walk off and leave my preacher that he'd invested in for years. And I ain't bragging on me. But we was on the porch of the church the other night and I told him, I said, preacher, I've never had a pastor support me like you do. And yeah. I just wanted to say thank you. Yeah. And here's what he said. He said, you're the best friend I ever had uh, in the yeah. ministry and you've helped me. 
Yeah, preacher. He ain't got to put my name on nothing. They ain't got to recognize me or pat me on the back. But if I know that one of the reasons that my pastor's not laying dead is because I stayed in my place. Yes. That's enough. Thank you very much. Yes. I've had some men get mad at me. But you know what I tell every preacher that puts me? I'll be there unless I'm sick, dead, or my pastor calls. Come on. Come on. Because I don't care who calls me to preach. If my pastor calls and says, I need you today. Yeah. I'm going, neighbor. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. He's my man of God. God and I'm going to do my best to surround him. God will honor you for it, too. Hey, man. Yes, preacher. Everybody don't see it that way. I had a man last year hang up on me because my pastor needed me. And he said, it's homecoming. And we've advertised it all over town. I said, brother, I know it is. And I'm sorry, but you ain't my man of God. <laughs> Come on, preacher. Hey, my man of God said, I, I need you. Oh. Yes. doing my best to surround him. I'm done with this. Not only do we see the attack of the enemy, the assembly encompassing, but we see an ally of encouragement. Mm -hmm. He got up the next day, Brother Josh. Yeah. Whatever you're going through, if you'll stay faithful, there'll be a next day. Come on. Y'all listen. Listen. There will be a next day. Hey. Thank the Lord. Hey. Yesterday, I didn't feel like doing nothing. But on the next day, yes. Oh, yes. I come in here and I felt help from another world. Yes. Hey. Yes. Shoo. <laughs> God's got a place in Lake City where I could find refreshment. Yes. And go on down the road. But you know what I found out today? Yes, sir. God's got a place in London, Kentucky, sure. where I can get refreshed sure. and go on down the road. Amen. Amen. Supermen, but they weren't. No, sir. The Bible said Elijah was a man of like passion. Mm -hmm. So was Paul. I'm not a very smart preacher, but if you get stoned to the point they think you're dead and they leave you laying there, when you wake up, even if you get up, right, you are going to be in pain. Yes. Amen. And I could see him limping, Brother Dax, trying to walk on. But then along came Barnabas mm -hmm. and said, Hey, Paul, there's more work to be done, and you got to walk on, but you ain't going by yourself. Right. Yeah. I'm going with you. Yeah. I'm going with you. Yeah. And, Paul, if you get to where it hurts too much to walk, you just lean on me and put all your weight on me. My, my, my. I wonder if there's any men in here that are equipped to help the preacher carry the weight. Yes, sir. That's what you do when somebody's leaning on you. You're carrying weight. I wonder if there's any men in here. Brother Dax, me and you talked about it today. I drive an hour and 12 minutes when I go to my home church. Yes, sir. He drives an hour and a half. And we've had men criticize us because they say we ain't local. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I, I, I went through a little time there where I wondered, are they right? Mm. Should I be in a church in my community? Mm. But here's the conclusion I come to. If God wants to send me an hour and 12 minutes down the road, or an hour and a half down the road, <laughs> to help the man of God carry the weight, help man to have somebody to lean on, if God wants to send me that far down the road for somebody that ain't big enough to do it by himself, that's God's business. And I just don't stay in my place. Amen. 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 They don't want to have us, so be it. But we're going to do our best to be a part of us to the man of God. Hallelujah. I ain't told this everywhere. But you know what God told me to do for 2023? God told me to take one Sunday a month. Not to do anything. Love on my preacher and his family and do whatever he needed. Yeah. Amen. I believe that. <laughs> he said, don't you need the money? If the evangelist don't preach, he don't live. Right. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't ever see where Barnabas starved to death. Right. Right. <laughs> and it might be just for a season. It might be to the trumpet sound. I don't know. I'm just trying to obey God. I believe you. I believe you. And if I'll do my best to be a Barnabas, I believe God can do more with them other three weeks than he did if I, he, he could if I had all four. Yes, sir. I'm trying to be faithful. Yes, sir. The preacher said, now I could use the help. He said, but now if you got to go on that fourth week, you go. I said, preacher, God, I'll have to write it on the wall because ain't none of them men as important as you are. Right. You're looking at it right. And by the way, if a preacher calls on that fourth week and I don't even feel like going and the preacher says, you want to go, I'm going to go anyhow. Yep. That's right. Because the preacher said so. Said so. That's right. We're living in a day where there's such a lack of leadership that when a man tries to lead, everybody hollers dictatorship. Right. right. That's true. That is true. Let the man lead. <laughs> and if you don't want him to, get your stuff. And find you one of them deacon run churches down the road. Right. And let you have your say. And leave the man of God alone. Amen. There's many of them. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Take your young into some dead, dried up outfit that ain't got no leadership. Right. But if you do, there'll come a day you would to God. You'd have stayed here. Man of God. That's right, preacher. My God, I ain't preached like this in a long, preach. long time. You preach, brother. But I believe I'm in the Holy you Ghost. You sure are. You sure are. You just preach. Go ahead and let your youngins go to some other outfit because they got more programs. Come and on. they got more for the youth. Come on. Hey, I don't even find the word youth pastor in the Bible. Ain't that right? right. Hey, man. Right. I didn't grow up with a youth pastor, but I tell you what we have. We had the power of God 
and I got a hold of something and I never got over it. Amen. Oh, yes. Glory to God. Oh, yes. And I ain't against doing things for the youth. I'm going to balance it out by saying this. The world's doing plenty for them. Right. We better do something. That's right. We better do our best to love on them. Right. Amen. And fellowship with them every chance we get. A hallelujah. Amen. And I'm simply saying, if you've got the Bible and the presence of God, yes, sir. you've got enough. Amen. And if you've got everything else and ain't got that, you ain't got nothing. That's right. Absolutely nothing. That's right. I don't know why the Lord won't let me leave this alone, but he won't, so I'm yeah. just going to mind the Lord. Yeah. I, I will to say this. Uh, I'm grateful that the pastor elected to take us on this morning. I'm grateful for that. Because there's some churches like yours will be real generous, and then there's some churches will give you a God bless you and send you down the road. Right. That's right. And there's more of them God bless you kind than they are generous in all places. But, but I want to say this. If there ever comes a time where you have to choose between taking care of me or the others and taking care of your pastor, call me and tell me that and I'll say hallelujah and I'll send you an offering to help you take care of the pastor. Amen. That's true. Amen. We're in this thing together, neighbor. Real deal. Yes. And we need Josh Griffin. We do. We need Dax Tobin. Amen. The title of the message, by the way, is Thank God I'm Surrounded. <laughs> I should have been gone a long time ago, Brother Josh. I should have been gone a long time ago, sister, but I was surrounded even in times that I wasn't even aware of it. Now, you've been surrounded, but will you be the one doing the surrounding? When's the last time you agonized with God over your pastor's life? I didn't say, Lord bless her in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm talking about getting down to business. God, please help her. Calm her nerves. Calm her mind. Amen. Protect their marriage. Protect their youngins. Oh, God. Oh, God. When's the last time you men agonized with God? Can I make a suggestion? I want you to preach or stand up again. They want to. I'll tell you what y'all do. Either pick a day of the week or before every service. Find somewhere and do nothing but pray for your preacher. Amen. I need it. I'm trying to tell you to surround him. I need it. 
Because, brethren, if we ain't fit to do that, we ain't fit to do nothing else. Don't sit down. We've all heard the story of Spurgeon. A man come to see his church and said, show me where the pirate comes from. He took him to a boiler room. And there was 500 men under the platform praying for their preacher. Yes. He said, this is the power source right here. Yes. Uh, you know what he was saying? He's surrounded. Yes. Uh, surrounded. Amen. Surrounded. I'm done tonight. I've obeyed God. Sure have. I have. I have two questions. Do you need to be surrounded? Listen, people can't surround you if you isolate yourself and run off. Yeah. 